This is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we discuss what's going on in our business. Plus, we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week, we'll be talking to Evan Seinfeld of Is My Girl. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce Adult Site Broker Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage. With Adult Site Broker Cash, you'll have the chance to earn as much as 20% of our broker commission, referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check our website at adultsitebroker.com for more details. First of all, today, let's cover some of the news going on in our industry. The San Francisco Porn Film Festival concluded last weekend, and organizers are celebrating the success of the inaugural event, which was entirely online on pinklabel.tv. A crowdfunding campaign earlier this summer surpassed its original goal of $7,000 and eventually drew just over $11,000 to cover artist fees for over 100 participating filmmakers, guest curators, and moderators, equipment and broadcasting tech, and closed captioning in several major languages, among other needs. The event drew over 1,500 attendees, with most of them viewing on laptops. A small number watched on mobile devices, tablets, and AirPlay. Originally planned as a two-day in-person theatrical event, the festival blossomed into a five-day virtual attraction presenting 90 films, including five short film programs, plus Q&As and filmmaker talks, followed by a full day of recorded programs on demand for those who may have missed a live event or just wanted to watch again. Adult actress Brandy Love and conservative activist Terry Schilling recently debated the issues of age verification and keeping minors away from adult content on the internet for the right-wing site DailyCaller.com. Media reporter Shelby Talcott mediated and immediately put both of them on their heels by asking them to make the opponent's argument. Schilling said the best thing about porn is that it opens up opportunities to open up the conversation about sex. Brandy's argument against porn was accessed by the under-18 crowd. Schilling is a proponent of reforming Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Brandy came down on the side of digital ID, which she said would be just like having a driver's license. Love argued that responsibility needs to be on the person uploading the content. By opening up companies to sue happy people or potentially people that want to abolish a particular aspect of the industry, meaning adult, that leaves these companies wide open. By having a digital ID, which is no different than having a driver's license, this would be attached to your age, your name, and all of your information. The pretrial hearing in the Mercedes Carrera criminal case concerning multiple child sex abuse charges against her and her husband, which was supposed to happen last week at the Rancho Cucamonga Courthouse in San Bernardino County, California, has been postponed one more time, this time until December 17th. The pretrial hearing, the crucial date that would determine the jury selection process and the date of the beginning of the actual trial, has already been postponed numerous times, most recently last month. Carrera and her husband, Jason Whitney, were arrested after a police raid of their home on February 1, 2019. 
Carrera and Whitney have been in county jail without a trial for almost 19 months, first without bail and later after they had had to liquidate all their assets and had no source of income due to their incarceration, with bail set at $2 million each. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. This week we're featuring a premium tube site. The owner originally bought a tube script, but revised it by adding the following. An option for premium videos on a pay-per-sale basis, multi-language functionality, tabs, banners in different sizes with the option to add keywords and view stats, a pop underscript, a pre-roll system to show pre-rolls on VR as well as 2D videos, and an option so you can import embedded content in bulk from other tubes. The site has over 20,000 non-exclusive videos and trailers. The site acts as an affiliate for all the studios and earns on a rev share or PPS model while sending traffic to these sites. The traffic is 90% direct and 10% affiliate. This is a great custom tube site for a company that already has traffic to send to the tube that they want to monetize. Everything is plug and play. This is an outstanding product for campsites, tubes, or other sites that want to better monetize their traffic. And it's selling for only $125,000. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Evan Seinfeld, a legendary figure in our industry as well as the music industry and owner of Is My Girl and Is My Guy. Evan, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for having me, man. Pleasure to join you. Pleasure's all mine. Now, Is My Girl is the world's first and only true adult premium social network in the age of uh, fan platforms like OnlyFans. Is My Girl uh, is the Facebook of social engagement between influencers, models, porn stars, cam girls, and their fans in a truly interactive exchange. Models keep uh, 80% of what they make, and they benefit from promotion to millions of social media fans and millions of website visitors. Is My Girl's next generation technology provides models with 10 different ways to make money, all from one convenient dashboard, including real HD pay per minute live streaming. Uh, the best part is that models can do everything from their phones, which is awesome. Fans and users have an up close and personal experience with the models. And Create Media has also launched sister communities like Ink Girls, which is a collaboration with mainstream tattooed lifestyle brand Inked. They've also started Is My Guy, which is their male model and influencer site. Models on Is My Girl can friend each other and join the conversation. Is My Girl is growing month to month at a huge growth rate. And in the wake of the pandemic, their signups were up a whopping 50%, which uh, talk about turning uh, lemons to lemonade, Evan. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and your career history. And I'm sure you could go on for a long time there. Yeah, only, you know, I, I definitely can go. Thanks for that great uh, read and introduction there, Bruce. Sure, but, uh, we have to hire you after this as our, you know, like our promotional, you know, speaker. Like, okay, okay. You, know, you read all the copy and the I'm for I'm for hire, man. I'm a, I'm always for hire. <laughs> um, so me too, buddy. Me too. So, um, okay. So my listen, I'm me. My my story is long only because I'm old. 
I've, I've lived I've lived a lot of a lot of lives. But you know, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I started my career in the music business. Um, I was the founder and lead singer uh, and bassist of a band called Biohazard. And we, you know, we had a 25 year career with a dozen studio albums. And, uh, you know, we sold over 5 million records in the 90s. And we toured with bands like Ozzy Osbourne and Metallica, Pantera, Slayer, Wu Tang Clan, Public Enemy, uh, Radiohead, um, Coldplay, you name it, we played with them, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, had a really great career. And, out of uh, out of the I don't know the second half of that career, um, mm-hmm. I it's it's always through a friend. My life it's like always through a friend, through a friend, you know. Mm-hmm. And then my A and R guy, who was who I wasn't even working with anymore because we mm-hmm. had signed the band to Roadrunner and later to Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. introduced me to somebody uh, to his wife, who was an attorney mm-hmm. who represented actors. Uh, incidentally, a bunch of actors who were on a series on HBO on the first season of a sh- series called Oz, which mm-hmm. I was, which I was an immensely huge fan of the show. And it turns out some of the guys in the show were fans of my band, and mm-hmm. we I got introduced to Dean Winters, who, if mm-hmm. you don't know, the Allstate commercial mayhem like me. Um, oh, okay. That guy is a great friend. He took me straight from this concert, sold out Hammerstein Ballroom, New York City, 4,000 people, to an after hours party that went all night, to waking up Tom Fontana, who's the creator of shows like Oz and The Wire, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, t- partners with Barry Levinson in Beverly Hills, Leonard mm-hmm. 210. These are like big Hollywood people. Sure. And I ended up with a, a very long run with six seasons um, as a principal actor. I had never acted before, but I ended up as an actor on this HBO series, Oz. Uh, and this ran, you know, many years that I got to work with. Like, as a matter of fact, the guy who I played opposite was J.K. Simmons, who won the Oscar for Best Actor last year for Whiplash. Wow. Um, so it's really funny. Because I'm no trained actor. I've probably taken less than 30 acting classes in my life. But um, I was tutored well, on must set. Have, they, they, obviously, they obviously paid off. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I got like on-the-job training from guys like that. Like, Even if you're a bad actor, if, you was, if, you're, if you're acting across somebody really talented, it all, they can make you good. Sure. You know? Uh, so... You know, there's definitely that. And um, out of the end of that part of my career, I was the, the Oz's final season. I made it all the way up till the end because they used to kill a lot of people. And I actually have an interesting factoid that I uh, I had the most registered kills of anybody on that show. I killed a lot of people on TV. Um, there you go. And I so through a friend, a girl who was a, photo- a Swedish girl. That I knew from New York because she used to date a friend of mine who was in a band, Typo Negative, with my friend, rest in my 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 friend Peter Steele, who I was mm-hmm. a roadie for his band Carnivore. That's how I got into the music scene. And mm-hmm. Sal, my friend uh, Sal, uh, his a girl that he dated named Anna Lee, who was like a New mm-hmm. York City photographer. She, mm-hmm. 
started out in rock and roll and she ended up shooting models and she started shooting for like, you know, Playboy and Penthouse. And then I get a phone call out of the blue from her and she says, uh, oh, no, 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 sorry. Someone from HBO contacted me and said, so-and-so wants to meet you, somebody from Playboy. And I didn't know who it was. So I called my friend Sal's girlfriend, Annalie, and I said, do you know who this person is? And it was, it was Tara Patrick. She saw me on TV and wanted to meet me. It was like mm. a really random. It sounds so lame and so Hollywood, like somebody yeah. who's famous to meet somebody else famous, like not cool. like super famous, you know, porn famous, you know, HBO wasn't yeah. what it is now then, you know, it was very prestigious, but I mean, the sh it wasn't as big as it was now. We were, we were both kind of underground sure. celebrities, I guess, you know, and, uh, through 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 Tara, I met her, and you know we ended up you know being together for a long time, and I got into the adult business, and that's where I learned about business, and that's you know where where I've been for the last almost twenty years here. Uh, you know, I founded the company Terravision, um, you know, turned it into a whole bunch of revenue. I wish I would have known you then, Bruce, um, because <laughs> I was we were we were actually you know got pretty close. That was right around the time that, you know, Jenna Jameson and, you know, did Club Jenna deal with uh, Playboy. Mm -hmm. And we ended up doing our cable deal with Hustler. And you and I will talk about that later. But, mm -hmm. you know, I've, you know, I've always come at the adult business from a very, a very connected dot standpoint of like, mm -hmm. here's the audience. Here's the great content. Let's give them some great interactive technology. Let's give people a great experience. Let's give people what they want. You know, sure. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of success. You know, I built a bunch of companies, and you know, about four years ago, uh, my my good friend and partner Don, who is the uh, owner of Inked, uh, yeah, he, uh, he he and I had been talking about this idea. Uh, that became as my girl and mm. he and I, he and I pulled up our fucking bootstraps and we built something from scratch from an idea. And yeah. if I rewind back the history of, you know, how is my girl started and, uh, and then I'll let you fit it into the question you're going to ask later or skip one, uh, <laughs> or I could shut up and, and let you go. Talk to you first. Uh, hey, it's your show, man. <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, I'll, okay, so I'll tell this part of the story and then I'll let you go over. Anyway, okay. uh, we had this idea to build a a social network to give back to the community that helped Inked and me and the adult business for us to mm -hmm. kind of give back to our community saying, it's always seemed lopsided. It's always seemed like we own the content, him mm -hmm. owning magazines, me owning websites and movies where, you know, I pay these amazing talent, you know, the fee that they want, you know, and I, I mean, I own tens of thousands of scenes of, you know, mm -hmm. adult content, which today I don't think has any value really. It's almost, mm -hmm. it's all, it's almost, it's, it's, it's almost as though traffic is more important than content um, because everybody has a phone and everybody can make content. It's really more about exclusivity and celebrity and influence. So mm -hmm. the long story short is 
it took us a while to get here, but you know, we built it from scratch and mm-hmm. it was very organic and we shared this with our communities and our communities shared us with their friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, today we have, you know, you know, thousands upon thousands of models and millions upon millions of users. And, you know, we have a community and our models mm-hmm. don't just, you know, interact with their fans, but they interact with each other. It's cool. Okay. So uh, is that, is that the main way that your, your three big products is my girl is my guy and ink girls would uh, differ from saying only fans. Well, I mean, when I look at OnlyFans, which is, you know, it's a, it's an incredible phenomenon, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. the size. You know, but uh, when I look at it, I you know, I, I see what they do well. And, you know, it's a very, it works well. It's a very simple product, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I compare us to OnlyFans, you know, you don't need a million followers to be on Is My Girl. You could mm-hmm. come with with your 2,000 followers or your 50,000 followers and your fans will love the experience and mm-hmm. our millions of visitors might discover you and you might mm-hmm. get a whole bunch of new fans because we promote the sure. shit out of our models because that's yeah. the world I come from. I built Right, movies. right. Entertainment, right. Um, you know, when I, after, you know, when I... When I met my wife, Lupe, my wife is Lupe mm-hmm. Fuentes, who was right. arguably the biggest adult internet star of all time, mm-hmm. um, when she was known as Little Lupe, mm-hmm. you know, uh, once in a, you know, she had a, you know, she had a website that was three thousand in Alexa for a single girl site. Never <laughs> saw something. Never saw something Crazy. like this. Yeah, imagine this. Imagine I get a phone. I get a, a message on MySpace from my now wife and we've been 12 years together uh and she she said i like the job you're doing with your wife you're a great manager i'd be interested in working with you i'm, I'm a big star in spain i have a website maybe you heard of it littlelupe.com and i went and looked it up and it was literally like 2900 in alexa <laughs> and at the time i was you know i owned and managed terrapatrick.com which made a lot of fucking mm-hmm. money um, yep. and we were partners at the time with you know uh, I think we were working with uh, I think we were working with Gamma um, yeah we were working with Gamma with our friends at Gamma and uh-huh. it was really funny because like I saw the amount of traffic and I was just I, I was floored and mm-hmm. I said to my wife, come to America and we'll talk business. And she showed up and we fell in love and we've been together 12 years. And she and I built several companies and, you know, had a lot of success in the space as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, when you ask me about OnlyFans and the difference between us and like the fan platforms, you know, we have we have different tech than our competitors. And without me giving it all away, you know, mm-hmm. our our models can go live and they can charge their fans by the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, or they can go live and they can go live and, 
not charge their fans. They can go live for free and give their fans a great mm-hmm. experience and get tips from their fans. They can do mm-hmm. it any way they want. I, I just think, you know, when I look at all the platforms out there, you know, we've we've built the most features that I, you know, someone eventually will build more, I'm sure. But at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of different ways for the girls to make money. And, you know, when you look at, you know, only only fans, I don't even, you know, they've been there for years. They don't even have a homepage. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how, like, models get discovered, you know. It's yeah. more, yeah. you know, it's more like, you know, and I think that's a model that suits big influencers that don't need promotion, you know. Right. If, if a girl has a million followers and she's making a ton of cash, wherever she is, she may not care. Mm-hmm. But even that girl Probably doesn't. Follow- no, but that girl with a million followers, if she came on a site like Is My Girl, she would mm-hmm. still bring her million fans and then she would right. have access to our tens of millions of fans. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I mean, you know, we weren't the first ones here, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I like, you know, I liked when you were reading earlier on about you were talking about the people have kind of likened us to Facebook a bit just mm-hmm. in in how robust the site is. And right. I'll be honest, I didn't like Facebook when I first saw it because I was really mm. used to MySpace and <laughs> it seemed too complicated and it seemed like there was too many different options and too many things to click on. And I just wanted it to be my safe bubble of what I was used to yeah. more so than something new for me to discover or, you know, like our site is, it's it has a lot of features and if the models take the time to learn them man mm-hmm. some of them are so successful you know yeah these girls make so 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 do much you, do you guys uh, do you guys offer tutorials uh, for them to to take full advantage of it well we offer a lot of things so mm-hmm. we do um we do have a very robust FAQ we offer mm-hmm. real time uh, like 24 hour model support so awesome. like the bottom in the chat box if a model doesn't understand something or she has a question mm-hmm. uh, she can ask and we mm-hmm. always have direct messaging and we have a mm-hmm. team we call our like our model community managers mm-hmm. and we have a couple of people in a couple of different places in the world to speak a couple of languages to give somebody some assistance because you know what we, what we hear talk to models is what they like about other platforms and what they don't like about other platforms and what we hear across mm-hmm. the board model and every about every platform is mm-hmm. people want somebody to you know uh, here's what i can tell you if you're a model and you're on is my girl and you send mm-hmm. a request for anything a question for some support or you want mm-hmm. something special you need a special pricing whatever yeah, we we're really 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 engaged with our model community, and if if some model has an idea, shit, mm-hmm. half of the features on the site came from our models' ideas. You know, as it should be, uh, as it should be. Do you guys do you guys survey by the way? Do you survey your models? You know, it's interesting. We've we've we we've never done a survey like please vote on this yes or no per se, but what mm-hmm. we do is we look for the positive engagement. So like mm-hmm. for 20, 
We say, hey, all of our models, all of all of our models who love to smoke weed would like to, part- <laughs> to participate in this free live stream. We're going to smoke weed with our fans hosting it right here on ismygirl.com slash live, right? <laughs> um, and we made it totally free to all the fans, That's fun. right? That's fun. And, and hundreds of models opted into it. I'm you know, sure they did. I'm more of like coalition of the willing in terms of like who wants to do this or that. But it's funny mm-hmm. that you mentioned service because we're actually we've we've been talking about that internally to get mm-hmm. our models opinions more about what they like and what they don't like on the site. Because mm-hmm. now that we have all these features, what we're really working on is you know refinements and those little nuances mm-hmm. that the user experience you know, great for either the model for, sorry, not either, but for both the model and the fans, you know, the users. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotcha. Um, so tell me more about your company, create media. Well, create media, you know, we're, we are a, an idea machine, you know, we're mm-hmm. are the partners, you know, we have some really amazing partners and, some very successful and very smart people. You know, I try to always be the dumbest guy, the dumbest, the, the, the dumbest guy in the room. Who's, you know, who <laughs> to I doubt the, that. I, I doubt try, that. I try to surround myself with smart yeah, people. Well, especially people who are really good at what they do. I, I love being around people who are like, yeah, I've been, I've talked, I've talked to you, Evan, I don't think I find you to be close to the dumbest person in the room, but it's, it's nice I, of you to say that anyway. I didn't say I was dumb. I said, I want to be the dumbest person. In the room. I know. I, I heard, I, I heard, think, I heard, I'm actually I heard pretty, I actually said. think I'm, I don't think you're, I, think I'm I don't think smart, you're, actually. I don't think you're, I don't think you're succeeding at being the dumbest man in the room at all. That's, that's what I was going to say. But anyway, yes, you are very smart. Anyway, well, thank you, Bruce. I, I try. I try to think. I the way I the way I grow these days is, you know, I'm you know my wife and I are kind of spiritual, and we listen to a lot of, a lot of you know self improvement and self development things. And like I'm, I wake up every morning and say I don't know anything, so I can learn everything. You know, I can have my mind open. It'll look at that's a good way to look at the world. I, when I think I know something, I get in trouble, you know. <laughs> Don't we all? So, uh, so tell me more about the company where you were starting to talk about it. Well, our partners are, you know, the, like I said, our partners are the people that own Inc. Our partners are uh, the people behind Streamate, the biggest campsite in the world. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we... We have long arms because, you know, we have reach into different spaces and I love sports. I love, I'm a football fan and I think of a lot of mm-hmm. things like a team. I really mm-hmm. love, mm-hmm. I really love team and I love mm-hmm. to, you know, I love to know that if I'm, you know, you know, that if I'm the fucking, if I'm the, the bell cow running back, you can give me the ball. I'm going to run full speed every time and do my mm-hmm. best. You know, and I also want to make sure that I'm coordinating with the head coach that I have a good lead blocker and we have a good line so I can do my go. job well because I have a great team around me, you know. That's the only way to go. Yeah. 
that's the only way to go. So, so, um, so oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Create media. What we talk about is when people ask us what we do, I say we we build communities. Mm-hmm. You know, we build technology, we build structure for people to populate without the people's mm-hmm. content, mm-hmm. without the people's personalities, without the people's social media, it's mm-hmm. just an empty website, you know. So sure. we really do build communities. And like, um, for instance, we, uh, I'll mention it on the site because it's going to probably make an announcement in the next, you know, uh, we just set up a site. If you go to, you'll love this, Bruce, because you live in Thailand, so you'll know what this mm-hmm. is. If mm-hmm. you go to pinibabes.com. What, what is that now? Pinibabes. Spell that. Ten I? No, pinai. P-I, pinai. P-I-N-A-Y. Okay. Babes.com. Yeah. This takes you to our uh, Filipina model oh. website. Uh, so a wow. lot of so a lot of people who may not be familiar with is my girl you know we have tens of thousands of verified models on our site mm-hmm. huge community we have models in like 70 countries around the world and um we had some girls from the philippines sign up some influencers some girls from playboy some girls from fhm a bunch of these car show girls, a bunch of girls who were really viral on TikTok. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our site pays out a lot of money. We pay out millions mm-hmm. and millions of dollars to models. Right. And we caught fire with some of the biggest influencers in the Philippines. And some of these girls started making a lot of money, like $50,000 yeah. a month money. Oops, and, yes, that's... Uh, that's like that's like uh, that that's so that's so wealthy for the Philippines. My God, you know, even somebody who makes ten thousand dollars a month, Bruce, ten thousand dollars. You live in the Philippines in a village. Mm. Yeah. You now are a person. You know, you're you're a force now. Mm-hmm. You can not only the site. The site's beautiful, by the way. I'm looking at it. And it's like wow, look at these girls. Well, Filipino women are 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 stunning. Well, it's funny. So, some of one of the models um, who we actually didn't meet through any of this, a model that we recruited through, actually, she came to us because she followed Inc. She's a, a tattoo model with a big social following mm-hmm. um, who I, we didn't know who she was. She signed up on the site and she just started making a bunch of money and a lot of money. And mm-hmm. she went on her Instagram and she was crying. And speaking in her uh, in Tagalog, uh, mm-hmm. her in her native language, right? Crying and all of this, you know, emojis and screenshots about money and money and money and money, and <laughs> she sent screenshots. And every time she makes a sale, she gets a confirmation email, and she was selling. You know, I, I won't speak. I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna talk about her money because it's her personal business, but the models. Her name is Mimai, and mm-hmm. he was one of our foundational models in the Philippines. And mm-hmm. she's was successful, but her story was beautiful because she was a single mom, and mm-hmm. she is a single mom, and she takes care of also her mother, I believe. Please excuse me, I apologize. I'm getting this wrong, um, mm-hmm. Mimai. Um, but 
she shared with her friends. She said, hey, if any of you want to make money, I've, she said, I made more money in the last two days than I made in the last year. And oh, yeah. She started showing the, her actual sales figures and mm. hundreds of Filipino models who were, and these were girls with like credits who were like published mm-hmm. models been in Maxim and they'd been in mm-hmm. Playboy mm-hmm. In, in, you know, on the cover of the, the car magazine, you know, sure. And, and a lot of them had, some of them have, you know, a million followers on Instagram, you know, these are really uh, influential right. people. And it kind of went viral in the Philippines to the point that we have so many of our top models are Filipino that we mm-hmm. decided to make sites. So we made this for them um, mm-hmm. out of as a tribute because it's such a, you know, on our site, we don't really do categories, you know, mm-hmm. because we're a social site. We're not a, we're not a porn site. So we don't right. have the, we don't, and I have no issues with the adult business. It's just, that's not what this site is. You know, you don't go here to look for, to type in big boobs or, you know, a hair color type. This mm-hmm. is like, this is more like discovery in a social way. Well, if you follow, you should do that. You should do that here too, as long as you keep nudity off of it. You know, here, here was the, the, the thought process is that they don't do that on Instagram. They don't do that on mm-hmm. Facebook. You right. know, um, people are people less than a commodity. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of like to let people self-define their brands mm-hmm. and we'll give people sort features by who's trending, by who's mm-hmm. new, by who's the most followed, by who's the most popular, by who's been on the site the longest. Um, but we are judgment-free social media. You know, my, my dream is that we become, you know, really a social, a pay social network. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, it, it wouldn't matter what people were doing and sure. what they're selling, but we really believe in inclusion and no judgments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not, we're not trying to categorize people. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's wrong. I think, especially in the social climate. Sure. You know? Oh yeah. You know, absolutely. Well, also, people are also, people are quite, say people are quite as PC too, you know? out here, though. <laughs> yeah, but I don't live there or here. I live in the I live in in the social media internet space. You know I what I mean? I get so it. I I also live in downtown LA, which is the epicenter of the social justice movement and the protests. You know, I know. It's been it's been going here for a minute and. Uh, it's mm-hmm. actually, you know, everyone around, you know, everyone that I know and sees around just sees so much actual positive change and, you know, conversations starting and people really, it's, about time, huh? it's a little fuck there. Everybody's a little late, you know, I was taught. Oh I was, yeah. I was, just, uh, just a few hundred years. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just it. a few hundred years. Hey, yeah. um, I, I saw recently that you brought a very, very notable industry veteran onto your team. You want to talk about that? Sure. You now have the exclusive. 
because we haven't really announced it. It's going out today, I thought. Mm-hmm. Did you see it online? Is it out? I did. I did. Okay. Oh, okay. So starting over. And keep and keep in mind, we will be we are not we're not going to be running <laughs> this, this week. So we're uh, uh, it'll be it'll be old news by the time this it'll runs. be evergreen so by then. It'll be evergreen. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So um, yeah. So we're really happy and proud to announce that uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to bring Michael Klein on as the president of Create Media to you know oversee operations and you know new business and uh you know so many things that he's great at michael has such a rich rich history mm-hmm. um you know you probably know as much of his history as i do oh sure uh, you know but michael was uh how i met michael was he became the president over at hustler at lfp, yeah, LFP right yeah, yeah, yeah. uh where he was for 12 years and Michael built Hustler TV from the ground up. Right. So in what year was that? That was, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 2005. Hmm. I know this because I was the first studio that he signed up. It was Terravision. Oh, okay. Uh, Because, you know, the two biggest stars at the time, the two biggest independent studios was Club Jenna and Terravision, and they were both partners with Vivid for distribution. Mm. And Vivid did all their cable with Playboy, and Jenna went with Playboy. And I, mm-hmm. I had done a bunch of business with Playboy, and I, then I got you know I got to meet Half. You know I've been to the mansion. I cool. you know got the T-shirt and everything. And <laughs> as as much as I thought the brand was iconic, I really didn't love you know. I, I didn't see it as a viable way to really sell porn, mm-hmm. you know, think I didn't like their business. I was like, nobody wants one X porn or this non rated, not like mm-hmm. it was just like, they were trying to sell you a, a, a con, a, a, a blow job with a condom, you know? <laughs> um, and, I, somebody said, I, I was arguing with somebody about it. I was like, I don't want to do a deal with them because I had one of the biggest studios at the time and our movies were really valuable. We were getting tons of, tons of money for them on broadcast, you know? Um, yeah. And I had done this project with Larry, uh, an interactive uh, movie that we won like an AVN award for like best selling movie. The most, Larry mm-hmm. Flint inspired me. We were talking about, you think we're going to win an award for this? You know, they, Larry put up a lot of money. We put a lot of time and creativity and promotion and marketing. And it was a big, mm-hmm. it was called Interactive. It was a, it was like a, it was groundbreaking because the, in the DVD authoring, there was like options. You're watching the movie and the girl answers the door and she says, do you want to come inside? And you get to choose with your remote control to go inside or not. And depending yeah. on shows the outcome was different and it was kind of like in between a a video game and an adult movie and Mm -hmm. i i asked pretty pretty groundbreaking at that point yeah and 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 i i said to larry i said do you think we're going to win an award and and he goes there's only one award i'm interested in it's called best selling and we and we won that award but i met Mm -hmm. michael and and I, Larry believed in giving people what they wanted. Larry thought he's mm-hmm. going to launch a fucking triple X porn channel, and he did. And 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, wildly, wildly successful, hundreds of millions of dollars. And Michael mm-hmm. with Larry, you know, Michael was the broadcasting genius who came, mm-hmm. you know, mainstream broadcasting. Uh, you know, Michael had worked at Showtime and Spectrovision and in demand and on command and every place that you could imagine he touched a lot of places and you know uh and michael and i became friends where i really enjoyed working with him and we ended up a deal with hustler tv and part of the Mm -hmm. lot you know we enjoyed a lot of success from that deal as well and uh Mm -hmm. like for for me to be able to turn around you know all these years later you know um and have access to a, a guy of his uh, experience and track record, you know. Time to feed. Um, time to feed your boy there. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not feeding him. I, he, Michael's a really smart guy. Michael, uh, you know. No, I'm talking about the dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you, could, you could edit that part out. Nah, it's okay. Hey, around here, that's uh, that's beautiful noise. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, so, um, yeah, so we're excited to have Michael on board. You know, the, the awesome. intent for, is for us to grow. And, you know, we want to be the premium social media for the world, for influencers. doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're, you know, male or female or, or non-binary. It doesn't matter how you identify. Uh, you know, we're all-inclusive, all-welcoming, not judgment-free mm-hmm. zone for people to monetize their social media fans and ours. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you had been in the music business for a long time. Um, how has that experience helped you in the adult space? Hmm. Good question. Um, it, it really hasn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you, the, now, I never really thought about the answer to that question the way I'm going to answer it. But mm-hmm. I witnessed the, the big takeaway. I mean, I could tell you a lot that I understood a lot about branding with artists. And I could mm-hmm. tell you that I really understand merchandising. And I could tell you I really understand um, content and distribution and, mm-hmm. and delivery mediums, right? Mm-hmm. But the real takeaway of this, the real takeaway from the music business is that technology is such a, is such a factor to mm-hmm. business right. that an invention or uh, an invention can make or break an entire industry overnight. For instance, right. point of relation. So I used to, I have, you know, I'm sitting here in my loft in Los Angeles. Um, I see my wife who's over there having a snack. Uh, the dogs are walking around. I got gold and platinum records on the wall. You're mm-hmm. not going to meet a lot of people who have gold and platinum records today because people don't yeah. really sell records anymore because music is not purchased anymore. Music is at best streamed if it's not stolen. But during uh-huh. my career, at the peak of my career, Napster came out. And I went from selling a million albums at a time to selling a tenth of that. Now, you mm. say today, if you sold 100,000 records, fuck, you'd be really successful, you know. But in those days, 100,000 records was 100,000 records. And I understand. It, 
it was only as big as it was. So, mm-hmm. you know, how does this apply today? So when I was talking about making movies and owning a studio and doing broadcast deals in the adult space, you know, and I had pay sites and things like that. And I was pretty involved in live streaming, you know, would, mm-hmm. would we have known that it was going to be about having a platform where people made their own content? Mm-hmm. You know, did I know in the music business that the main, the main artery of revenue selling the music, which is the product was going to go away and everybody else was going to say, okay, we'll make money touring. We always made money touring. We didn't mm-hmm. start more money touring because someone cut off our balls and people started stealing our music. You have mm-hmm. no choice roll with technology. You need to embrace it and pioneer it, you know, mm-hmm. be out in front Got of it. it. So that's, that's sure. what I like. You know, I built a site in 2008 mm-hmm. called, called Peep Star. Mm-hmm. And I tried to build Is My Girl in 2008. I was early. It was the same concept. Models were going to make their own videos and they were going to send them to their fans via short code SMS through my platform. We were uploading videos Hmm. uh, to a cloud server. It was really like, like I had guys in Sweden and guy, people Mm -hmm. in three countries to figure out how to do this. And Mm -hmm. it was an epic failure. It was probably (laughs) the biggest flop I've ever had. Because the word selfie wasn't invented yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I signed, listen, I'll tell you what, I probably signed up at the time 50 or 100 of the biggest porn stars in the business. They were all shooting Mm -hmm. for my other company, so why wouldn't they sign up for this? So I said, all right, we're launched. Everybody, Everybody start making content. And they go, well, who's filming us? And who's doing my makeup? And who's doing my hair? And where's the cameraman? And who's the photographer? And I was like, no, 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 you make your own videos. By the way, at the time, it was the iPhone 3, I think. I don't think it, oh, I, I don't think the camera even faced you yet. So, so Evan, is my girl and Create Media have been getting a ton of press lately. Uh, I've seen you had articles in Forbes, Rolling Stone, and Business Insider. Why do you think your company's getting so much attention? Um, you know, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, question. And I don't know that I, you know, I think the the short answer is that we care. Mm-hmm. Like, we really care about our community. We care mm-hmm. about our models. And yes. our business model is, is it's something that's very, uh, it's communal. It's like symbiotic. Like, in every case, the models are always making the lion's share of the money, right? Right. And, they appreciate what we do for them. Their mm-hmm. success is our success. You sure. know, we have we have twenty billboards up in Los Angeles right now with different models on each of them. Do you just really? That's, that's, yeah, that's just, awesome. So Hollywood advertising, <laughs> very Hollywood. Yes, we actually we got two on Sunset Boulevard, one on oh, Hollywood gosh. Boulevard, um, all over the place. You know, wow. Um, we put our models on billboards because. We want them to be successful. You know, we look at, we, our philosophy is that each one of our models is a business partner, you mm-hmm. know, for me as somebody who I've managed, you know, mm-hmm. big models in yes. my life. And I've also know what it's like 
you know, when I had when I was in music and when I was in acting, I know what it's like to be the artist and be managed or be or have an agent or have sure. somebody who's supposed to be my promoter or my publicist. Mm-hmm. Um, I always want to, you know, over deliver for everybody we work with. And mm-hmm. when we help people become successful, when we meet somebody, whether it's virtually or through social media or whether they apply to the site or whether we contact them or whether one of our models recruits them, whatever it is, mm-hmm. when we meet somebody and then we take, we collaborate with that person and we maybe guide them mm-hmm. and promote them in a way that they, they turn transform themselves into a real brand and a recurring revenue system. It's much mm-hmm. bigger than giving somebody money. It's like, it's like in sure. giving somebody a fish, you're giving somebody a fishing pole. And a lot of the press that we've been getting, honestly, has been about some of our success stories about one girl who was living in her car and stripping. And, and she was on, you know, she, her life was really screwed up. And, mm-hmm. you know, she got on our site and, you know, now she's making six figures a year. And mm-hmm. she, she bought a house. Wow. And, uh, well, you're, you're, really, uh, you're, really change, you're really changing lives. It, you know, I'll be honest, we didn't set out to, we wanted to give back to our people. We wanted to make a more uh-huh. equitable way for the talent, for uh-huh. the stars to be compensated, right? Uh-huh. Um, and it, we didn't think that meant we were going to necessarily, you know, not make money. We were doing it saying, listen, we can all make money here. Uh, sure. The biggest reward is nothing to do with money. The biggest reward is... Sure. You know, hearing these little stories of, especially people who are in like difficult situations. You know, yeah. heard some heartbreaking, heartbreaking stories of like, mm-hmm. you know, people being at risk and mm-hmm. in some dangerous situation, and you know, they needed money to get out, and they were right. able to, you know, change their geographic location or their situation of who they lived with, and. Mm-hmm. In some case, you know, helping their themselves or even if they have children. Sure. Absolutely. Now, last question. I, I see that Fox News moron Tucker Carlson called you out on TV recently. <laughs> um, I, I tell me that story. How'd you react? And uh, were you surprised? Um, I got to send you the article. It's on... Uh, Please. Uh, Towlerod, Towler Road, Towler mm. Road. Mm. A really cool, really cool website. Um, we wrote, I wrote a response letter. Honestly, I mean, did you, you really? Know, I was like really surprised. Uh-huh. You know, like. Well, what did he, what did he say? What did he say? Oh my God. Tucker Carlson went on this. So I think, so. I'll give you the backstory that that I know my, what I understand was um, he made some awful, like awful, like uh, insensitive, just fucking racist remark. And in the midst of while talking about. So so in other words, a typical, so in other words, a typical show. 
<laughs> typical Tucker Carlson show with exactly. one foot up his ass and one foot in his mouth. And, exactly. And in, I think, I mean, I didn't, I, you know, don't watch Fox News, so I don't couldn't tell you much hard. about, you know, what what he says or doesn't say. But what I can tell you is they lost all their sponsors like in, in, a, in a matter of minutes. They lost. I think I know, I think I know the I think I know the incident you're talking about. Yeah, I did yeah, hear about. They that. lost Disney. They lost T-Mobile. They lost McDonald's. They lost. I mean, they lost everybody that they had. Um, and uh, this is like his very next show, and he opens up the show just desperately looking for ratings and sensationalism. So what's he going to go for? Porn. Of course. He's going to go after, he's going to say, maybe I can rile up the religious people and maybe I can get their panties in a, in a bunch. Because uh, <laughs> some some people want to pay some other people to see some naked stuff. You yeah, know? really. And, uh, How horrible. Anyway, but he called me out by name and he, he, was, he was responding to this Forbes article about us and mm-hmm. this we had in Rolling Stone and this mm-hmm. business insider. And he's like, uh, he called me out by name and said, you know, the, it seems like the, the, the mainstream media is glorifying you for, mm-hmm. you know, being this, being this, you know, uh, mover and shaker in the gig economy uh, <laughs> and, you know, providing people with a, you know, with a way to, create real recover, recurring revenue from their smartphone if, if this is something they want to do. As if, you know... How terrible. If, How right. Terrible. Uh, yeah. He said, that, you know, he said in some countries uh, what we refer to you as is a pimp. And in, in many <laughs> places... And he goes, and what, what we normally do with a pimp is we put him in jail, in prison. My God. So I, we wrote back something and I, you know, we gave him a little, we gave him a little salt. I think we said something to the effect of, you know, you know, obviously you're grasping for ratings by even mentioning us. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, we see that you've lost all these sponsors because of your insensitive comments. And if your show is really hurting and you need cash, we welcome you. We will pay. We will let you keep a hundred percent of the proceeds if you want to set up an "Is My Guy" account. And <laughs> you don't have to necessarily get nude. Uh, um, I said. I think we said something about you know. No, he'd be a, he'd be a great cuck though. We said, yeah, he, he really looks like a cuck. But we were like, maybe you want to be polishing some of your Civil War figurines in your long underwear or something. Um. We said something funny. I don't know, but I love it. I'd love to see a copy. I'd love to see a copy of it. Yeah, it's online. Just um, okay. Okay. yeah, some website. Uh, I'll give you the link. Yeah, it's, I think. Yeah, it says some web. I think it's Tal the Road. They they said that I expertly. They said you know, uh, you know, owner of this adult site expertly trolls Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I mean, that guy's such an easy target. Not uh, just I'm, any owner I'm, of an adult website. I mean, you're dealing yeah. with the wrong guy. Yeah, like, don't, like, you know, uh, you know, my, uh, like, don't, you don't want to fight with me. I'm, I'm a guy who, yeah. I, I will, I will, I will run at you with the grenade. 
You know? I'm a New Yorker, man. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. There's nothing no. you can do to me. That's awesome. That's just awesome. I can't wait to read it. Well, hey, Evan, I'd really like to thank you for uh, being our guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk, and I I hope we'll get a chance to do this again real soon. Sure, for sure, buddy. And uh, thanks so much for the time. And, you know, uh, you know, keep doing the good work you do, my friend. I do my best. Thanks. My broker tip today is part seven of how to buy an adult website. Last week, we talked about the agreement and escrow. So now you own the website. What do you do now? The first thing you should do is make sure you understand everything about the operation of the site. The previous owner will hopefully be available for a period of time to help you with this. As I mentioned last week, you should establish what the former owner's participation will be after the sale. You'll need to deal with production of new content, processing, paying affiliates, and general operations of the site. If you don't have experience in these things, you may want to consider our general consulting firm, Adult Business Consulting. You can get more information on what this company does at adultbusinessconsulting.com. We help website owners project manage and guide them to the right vendors. Maybe the previous owner had all the right elements, processing, hosting, payments, production, scripts, etc., or maybe they didn't. We can help evaluate that for you. Let us know if we can help. Anyway, you'll now be operating the website. If you don't have someone like our general consulting company to help, evaluate all of those items and everything the site is spending money on and using to operate the website. Make sure you're getting a good deal and that these companies are providing the right service and check to see if you can do better. Hosting is a really good example of this on something where people are often both overpaying and not getting the right service. Many times a server is just too slow, and a lot of times you're paying too much. If you have any questions about any of this, feel free to reach out to us on our website. Next week, we'll talk about how to sell a website. And next week, we'll be talking to Morgan Summer of CyberSocket. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Evan Seinfeld. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.